thank you very much, Charles-Henri, for coming on the podcast. Charles-Henri is the founder of Flowbank and also has had a number of previous ventures. Before you started out in finance, um, you had a career in backgammon, didn't you? Um, would you mind t- telling me a little bit about your career in um, backgammon and I think also in poker? And I think you ended up as the world champion for backgammon. Yes, of course. Uh, I was I was playing uh, on a daily basis quite seriously as I was uh, where it was my job. So in fact, I, I was I was playing for money with some uh, with some gamblers and I was doing a lot of uh, tournaments. Uh, in in a lot of countries uh, like any anything in Europe, America, Hong Kong, uh, Caribbean, I was spending my time traveling and going in tournaments. Yes. And what did it take to be a successful backgammon player that might be transferable to a finance career? You need you need to understand. Uh, you need to understand your risk, uh, which means that. Uh, when you when you gamble, when you raise a stake, or when you accept to raise a stake, uh, you need to understand what are the odds which are for you, or against uh, which are for you or against you. You need to to learn not to take any decision because of the emotion. You first started off in finance managing your own wealth, um, if I'm uh, correct. Is that is that your start? That 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 that's totally right. Yes. Then uh, very quickly, I had some friend asking me to manage their 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 assets. Uh, then uh, we started to go to to the public, and uh, I was managing assets for people. Why why that? Because the result was uh, was good enough for people to be interested to to invest in uh, in products for me with me. So then. You moved then because uh, you, you what you started then became Synthesis Bank, didn't it? That's and then right, that yes. was you moved more perhaps in the trading platform direction rather than as a wealth manager. Why why did you go in that direction? Why not start a kind of wealth management firm or maintain it as a wealth management firm? Because I was I was interested to to how you call it to 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 the distribution. I, I I'm. I was convinced that people are like to be self let's like to to be self directed to be to to do whatever they they whatever they 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 want they want to do let's say if you go 30 years in a year people were going to the bank and uh, the banker was uh, let's say like the doctor he would tell you what to do and everybody would follow him and I could see that uh, the sense was that now uh, people people are able to they they know they they know what is happening in the economy. They read. They have a lot of. They had a lot of uh, of uh, of uh, of uh, what you call it of informations. Informations are very very fast, and uh, they don't need to be advised. So in fact, it's. It's much easier. It's much easier to have a business where people are doing are doing their job by themselves. Okay, so that's an interesting concept. You think, in a way, we're almost beyond an era in which most people want wealth management advice. It's better to just facilitate them to trade of their own accord. Yeah, it's exactly that. Okay, right. 
And so, I mean, I guess because a lot has been said, especially since the outbreak of the coronavirus pandemic, about the rise in popularity of online brokerage platforms. So you think that you are maybe a long time ahead of the curve there. People have been talking, especially in America, about Robin Hood and its consequences on financial markets with all of these retail traders. But it's exactly the, the business model of, uh, of uh, what you call it, of Robin Hood as well. I mean, if you read what Robin Hood is saying, they say people like to invest in uh, in what they like so it's quite uh, uh how to say it's quite uh, i think it's, it's it's the trend but i think the banking system is trying to slow that uh, because there are a lot of jobs which would be lost there are a lot lot of uh, commissions which would be lost and the banking system is trying to slow that. So you see, you have very, very few players like us in the industry, right? Could you tell me a little bit about the development of Synthesis? Yes. Syn- synthesis, uh, we were the first to open, to, uh, to offer trading platforms. Where, alors, let's say the first thing we did was to offer foreign exchange online with the leverage. So the... the the client could open an account online, trade, and have leverage, right? You, you sold Synthesis to uh, Saxo Bank, didn't you? Um, so why, why did you decide to sell? Did you just want to move on, start a new chapter? Yes, I did. Uh, I, the basic was not a sale. The basic was to, to be part of, uh, of, uh, of Saxo Bank. Uh, and... Uh, to let's say to benefit from the growth of a, of, a, of a big unit. At the end of the story, we had quite a lot of cultural uh, problems, and all the people of Synthesis didn't stay at all with Saxo Bank, which we we had we had shares of the, of Saxo Bank. We sold our shares and we left. But the lo- I think the logic to have one big player was uh, was right. Okay, so you think sort of with the information you had before making the decision, it was it was the right decision. It's just in hindsight, you now know that you couldn't work with them effectively. I, I still I still think it was the right decision. It's a it's a cultural question. That's all. Yeah. Okay. And then following synthesis, you you moved to London, didn't you? Um. How how was that? I no. I, in fact, I made an investment. I bought an online trading company, which was uh, which was listed. I, I, I thought there was an imp- there was an opportunity because the the, the company was really underpriced, and uh, we still have this company. And it's uh, I think bottom line, it was a very good investment. Yeah. Okay. And then you eventually come and decide to launch FlowBank a few years ago. Um, what made you decide to launch Flowbank when you already have, as you say, a kind of trading company there? Okay, let's let's start with the Swiss uh, country. Uh, Switzerland is a very, very is very respected for the banking system. Um, then uh, the the a bank is uh, it allows you to offer much more products than. Uh, a broker dealer so for me it was a no-brainer let's say if i had the possibility to include everything around a swiss bank the swiss bank would lead the the the, the company's group and this is why i did that so 
in effect, you started Flowbank rather than maybe having an an outlet based in Switzerland of your other company because you see Swissness as a very valuable brand in itself. Uh, Swissness is very valuable. Now, if you take the Swiss market itself, uh, I think Switzerland is good for quite a lot of uh, area in finance, but uh, in the digital area, uh, Switzerland is very, very much behind. So I think there is a big opportunity. Okay, that's an interesting discrepancy. So you think there's basically this fantastic brand to be leveraged, but what the mainstream Swiss banks aren't tapping into it? I, I think that when when the, the big Swiss banks should really be interested in digital, and when they will do that, they they will uh, they will they will they will catch much much more clients. In fact, today the 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 finance is is more divided country by country. Clients re- residing in one country are opening accounts in in their country, unless you find an advantage. Uh, opening in another country, an advantage would be to have the the right digital bank. And this is what we are working for. You're saying everyone in Switzerland perhaps feels like they need to have a Swiss bank, if I'm I'm correct. Yes, but uh, if you go abroad, a lot of people want to have an account in a Swiss bank. But in fact, the Swiss bank needs to give now an advantage. Uh, A long time ago, it was the Swiss banking secrecy. It was the way we were managing assets. Uh, Now, they need they need to change it's it's the the pricing must be much uh, must be much lower the access must be much faster uh and the the the, the advice uh in switzerland is quite good and i think this could be leverage going digital do you think that's something that is already changing not just with yourself because there do seem to be a few digital banks i mean i interviewed a few months ago i think um someone from alpian um i know they have a slightly different offering to you and there do seem to be i think one of the cantonal banks is launching some kind of digital finance offering as well i know the the two i know is swiss code swiss code is already implemented uh they have a lot to do i think to 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 improve, I mean, like us, huh? everyone has to do improvements. But I think it's a good start. Yes, Alpian is more looking to to manage assets. Uh, they just got their banking license. I think it's a, it's a very good idea. Uh, they are not looking for self-directed clients. They are looking for clients who are looking for a service. It's a little bit different. For you coming into a market where there is someone like Swissquote already. And there are also presumably offerings from foreign countries as well for Swiss investors, foreign companies offering trading services. How do you make sure that you stand out from the crowd? I think it's very good that we have competition because it proves that the business model is working and uh, that uh, that there is, and in fact, there is room for several players. I mean, there are, there are 10,000 banks. It doesn't mean that they're not working. Okay. And um, you also... Uh, obviously, so you've you've got on your website, it says, you know, we have low fees for stock trading. I think some of the fees are starting at eight francs, if I correct me if I'm wrong. Um, how do you maintain profitability um, in, a, in a low fee environment? And maybe with the potential that your rivals will cut fees even more and then you have to go lower to compete with that? We, we have... I think we have very good. Uh, we have quite a lot of volume, and this is allow. Uh, this allows us to have very good condition with our counterparts. Now, if you look at uh, the market, the market is going for very low fees. The market even goes for free trading. 
uh, and uh, th there are ways to to benefit on our side and to make and to give the benefit of these economies to the to the clients. Okay, and also you mentioned obviously the Swissness. I think are, are all of your staff based in Switzerland, and then presumably this is more expensive than if you base them in another country. So, is how do you how do you make sure that is uh, financially viable? Alors, we are we are at the level of development, so the the bank is in in a, in a creation mode. So within a creation mode, it's better to have the people next to you. When uh, when we will be in a, in a period of um, of stabilization, uh, consolidation, we can have everything which is maintenance, or we can have some uh, R and D outside the, outside Switzerland. But uh, concerning the service for the concerning the service for the clients, uh, definitely we will stay in Switzerland. Okay, and then I saw also you have institutional services as well as services for retail clients. Um, these are for customers, including family offices. Why did you make the decision to offer services to institutional customers as well? And what do you offer to the likes of family offices? Uh, let's start with the family offices. For, for them, it's, it's a very uh, useful solution because with, with the... It allows them to to invest very much faster than in a traditional bank. The costs are clearly lower. Uh, in this case, the client is benefiting from from that uh, in the performance uh, they receive. Uh, and if the performance the client receive is good, the family office is probably ma making more performance fees. Uh, in terms of other institutional, we have some competitors who are asking us pricings and uh, or some technology and we give it to them uh, which is i mean the model of the online you need to make partnerships uh, and uh, it, it's good to it's good to to share clients with uh, with other with other with other counterparts okay and then you are a digital service right do you ever visit the institutional customers in person because perhaps your rivals might be willing to visit institutions in person or do you not think it's necessary yeah of course i think at one stage it's nice to meet the person you have on the phone every day uh the 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 the, the people you speak you, you speak with every day you can uh, you can see them once a year i think it's good especially for the commercial for the commercial relationship yes now on the private clients we have some clients they like to see the bank they come and uh, we have uh, we have a tour for them within the bank uh, which satisfies them don't forget that the bank is very new and uh, people people need to need to know that it's it's really existing Yes, but you you don't provide right any of the banking services in person. You're just saying they can come and see it if they want to kind of prove its security. I guess. No, no, we we it's not it's not our it's not our job. Yep. Okay. Um, and then you also publish your own research. Who is this targeted at? We have someone working with uh, Caroline. Her name is St. She's the chief investment officer. And uh, she has a team of people who are uh, who are uh, putting together the the news, and they are they are analyzing them, or they are they are giving some uh, some 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 ideas they have. We are not we are not doing any advice. We are not managing money. Uh, we just uh, rely the 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 events and and make an analysis of that. And why did you decide to? 
do your own research rather than using third-party research for a fee? I think third-party research is, uh, is very complicated. We want to make it easy for our customers to, to read, to understand uh, something fast. And uh, it's, it's part of our branding because we are, we are also going for education quite deeply. And if we have our own research, we are able to do education to our clients, uh, which, is, uh, which is also where we are differentiating ourselves. Okay. And I saw that um, coin shares have taken stake, haven't they? How important are digital assets to your offering in cryptocurrencies? And have coin shares had an impact on this? So definitely coin shares will have an impact on this because they are they are big specialists. They are one of the first uh, company involved in, in cryptos. They, they are in crypto since, I, I think, nearly 10 years. Uh, they are the first company in Europe. Uh, we are using them for the, the, let's say, for liquidity and also to understand what is the, the, the right crypto to, to distribute, to, to offer, let's say. Then uh, today we offer CFDs on cryptos. I hope in a couple of months we will be able to offer physical cryptos, uh, custody. You have previously talked about wanting to combine the, the fintech world and banking some fintechs have struggled a bit with the regulatory burden of in mainstream finance. How do you make sure that you keep on top of this? I think there is a confusion with fintech and and uh, and uh, and banking. Uh, fintech is is a company who is using the technology to to propose its services. Uh, banking a bank is a bank now. I think I will call it fin. I will call it bank tech. Bank tech is better. FinTech is a company 99% of the time which is not regulated. I think there is a big difference. Okay. And then how do you make sure that you are keeping on board of all of the regulatory issues with you starting um, starting a new bank and all of the challenges that come with that? Now, every development we do uh, is link is done with uh, with people involved in IT, people involved in project, and people involved in, uh, in the business. And uh, definitely, for example, when we are working on an onboarding system, we have the, the head of clients and the head of compliance who are together, and they are speaking with people who are making developments, and we are making sure that uh, we are going to do the right developments. When it goes to trading, you have other people involved, we need to have those people involved all the time in the in the in the development. Okay, are you um, profitable currently? We start to be profitable. Uh, we the, the we had the January profitable. We had February uh, losing. We had March extremely profitable. Um, I think we will be on a monthly basis profitable from the second half of the year, uh, or perhaps even earlier. Between May, and, between May and June. Okay, and do you think, is that about when you expect it to be? Do you think as progress with the bank as a whole, is it, um, is it, you think you're ahead of schedule, approximately on schedule, behind schedule? How do you feel? We made a business plan where we, we thought that we would be profitable from uh, the first year and a half, which is very optimistic for a bank. Uh, for a bank, you, you, should, you should expect being profitable after three years. Uh, I, and uh, I think we will uh, we will reach our targets. And 
Uh, how are your international expansion plans? We are we are looking to open an office in the Arab in, in the United Arab Emirates. This is one of the one of the projects. Uh, probably we will we will uh, we will expand. We are looking for to, we are looking uh, Asia. We are looking at South America. Uh, it depends of opportunity. It depends also of the of the people. We we opened very fast, for example, in Zurich because we had a very good person that we could put on top of the of the office. Uh, so it it depends of the of the if we have the right people, we we open a bit, we open an office. So you've run a number of different companies. Which lessons from your previous ventures have you incorporated here? You need to be you need to be patient. Uh, for the for the to, to to have the right actions. I mean, you you need to educate people. You need to explain to them uh, how to do the things, and you need to expect to you need to explain to them how to react when those things happen. And I think this is one of the most important uh, exper- experience is is very very important. And I think you told me uh, just b- before we started recording that you are you are unpredictable. How is your unpredictability being shown in Flowbank? You have to you have to proact rather than react. I mean, uh, I have enough experience to see the good things arriving, and I will try to optimize them. And some sometimes people will not expect that coming, or uh, I will need to stop some things because I I think we are completely on the wrong side. Okay, and. Looking forwards, what what do you think the environment looks like for banks with a business model su- such as yourselves? What do you think are the main challenges that you're going to have to tackle in the future? Oh, the, ma- the main challenges, uh, I think we need to we need to develop our technology. We need to be on top of the of the technology to satisfy the clients because you have a lot of things going on in the in the, in in every industry which is lead which is leaded or which is using technology if we if we start to be behind the curve we are going to lose it so this is our main uh, challenge do you think um that there's a risk obviously you're uh, in a way a disruptor aren't you you're coming in you're a new player you want to presumably win market share for established players do you think that there is a danger of the more established banks really upping their game and making it hard for people like you, or maybe even someone like Apple coming in and launching a bank and being a big distraction? Uh, Apple is already involved in payments. I'm not sure that they want to be involved in banking. Uh, they could be, if they come in banking, they, they will they will, uh, they will come in, in an area which is... Uh, using a bank for your day-to-day business. I don't see them coming in investments, at least for the moment. It could happen, but you know, uh, there is also an in- all the medical industry, everybody was saying, ah, you will see Google, you will see Apple, you will, you will see. they are not yet there. And I think it's, uh, when it becomes to specialty business, they, 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 they rather help using, their, uh, use, using an app through the Apple store, uh, rather than being the, the owner of the business.